It's show 21 of the Rim Pro Report. This week, Dave Herrick of Data Site in Seattle, as well as this week's industry news. To start, press any key. Where's the any key? Welcome to the Rim, Rim, Rim Pro Report, the one and only weekly broadcast for the Rim Support Services industry. Bustling with news, views, here's what I believe, and the latest updates. That's just them. The show is full of interesting information, stories, yes, important product and service reviews, yes, and a cast of industry characters included. Yes. <laughs> Record center operators, shred and destruction vendors, media and electronic vaulters, scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now, here's your host, Tom Adams. Yep, I'm back. It's um, November. Wow, can you believe it? Uh, the fall is here in North America, and for those uh, outside of North America, um, it's probably not exactly follower you are, but I'm glad you're here anyways. The leaves are changing and have changed, and in some places the snow might actually be flying soon. And I don't want to bring that up because, you know, in San Diego the snow doesn't always fly. But I assure you that the the seasons do actually change. I didn't realize that when I lived in Canada that San Diego had seasonal weather changes, but it does. Uh, and it gets cold here, and I know many of you feel very sorry for me. Hey, you know, Homer Simpson's in the house today. I have misplaced my pants. And uh, he's uh, in the studio here without pants, apparently, but um, he's looking for those, and hopefully we'll be back to normal very soon. Hey, Dave Herrick's going to be on the show today. If you don't know Dave Herrick, uh, I can't imagine why you wouldn't, but Dave is the president and founding partner of data site in Seattle. He's also been president-elect of PRISM International this year, 2010. So I'm looking forward to giving him a call and chatting with him today. And we're also going to take a look at some of the industry news. Trying is the first step towards failure. Right. Well, thank you, Homer. We're not trying anymore. We're we're going to keep, you know, just sort of pressing forward in the show. You know, I, I think as we sort of, at least in North America, at least in the U.S. part of North America, prepare for Thanksgiving, I, I think it's a great time of year to express gratitude. And as outlined on last week's show, and if you didn't listen to last week's show, be sure to do that. I want to have a place for people in this industry to share their cool stories, their success stories. So on the RimProReport.com website, just look at the top bar for the success stories link. And please take a moment to share something good that's happening in your world. I believe that, you know, when we each sort of remind others of the cool stuff that's going on in our world, uh, good things happen. <gasps> Computers can do that? Yeah, they can. So basically you just log on to or type in rimproreport.com and up in the top, you can just, you can you can put it in and, and what you put in there is shared with everybody else. So Homer, if you want to add anything there, feel free. I know you're not in the industry, but, uh, you know, you're a good guy. Hey, on another topic, Google last weekend changed the way they deliver organic results. And we've been watching this for a while and watching it unfold slowly but surely in different pockets around uh, North America and the world. But the deal is this, Google Local, which is really the maps part of Google, uh, has now been integrated with organic results. And instead of showing as a simple little map within the organic results with the little pins beside them, Google's now taken the map and put it off to the right, and the organic results and the 
the map results are somewhat integrated, and there's, we're still seeing some variation on this, but it really is, uh, for those of us who focus very specifically in your markets on your specific market, it's changing the results a lot, and that can be good, bad. Uh, if you're not well-positioned in local, you might and you had a really good organic ranking, you might actually be off the first page now. If you were five or six uh, and were on the first page in organic ranking uh, but didn't have a local ranking, you might actually now be on the second page, which is not a great thing. So it's a pretty major shift, and uh, we're watching it closely here to just figure out what we can do to respond to it. But, um, you know, it's, it's stuff that's constantly happening, and so part of what we want to do here is kind of keep your attention on that stuff. Welcome to the Internet, my friend. How can I help you? Well, Homer, uh, Homer and the uh, rest of the team at Flourish Press, we keep working diligently to respond to this change and the ongoing changes that happen in the work we do for clients, and I'll keep you posted on that. Hey, you know, uh, I want to get to the news. What do you say we get over to the news? You want the truth? You want the truth? You can handle the truth! Ouch. Well, I hope this truth is the kind you can handle. Hey, some good news happening this week. IG2 Data in Chicago is having their grand opening today. They now have the largest firelock vault in the world. Way to go, Greg and Greg. Wow, that's very cool. Uh, congratulations on your grand opening today. I actually know a, n a number of people from the industry are up uh, helping to celebrate the opening with them. So way to go, IG2. Archive Systems announces the acquisition of OmniRim Solutions. So Archive Systems, which is out of Fairfield, New Jersey, acquired OmniRim Solutions uh, out of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Uh, OmniRim is a global provider of records management software. That, that's an interesting connection there. So a records company, records storage company and, you know, system, archive systems, and they're, they're a growing enterprise, is adding a whole software division to them. So that's, that's an interesting thing to be aware of. Hey, another uh, cool note, Doug and Mark Williams and the team at Williams Records Management have just launched their new and improved cloud service. This coincided with their 88th anniversary as a company. Wow, what a great milestone. Way to go, uh, Williams. That's very cool. This is interesting as well. The famous red stapler company, Swinglined, and the Echo Brands company is launching what they're calling a brand new type of desk side shredder dubbed the Swingline Stack and Shred. Supposedly, it doesn't jam. Now, I haven't been able to see a picture of this. I've just heard this news um, from their, uh, their news source. And it's helpful to remember, uh, no, supposedly getting back to that, Supposedly, this new uh, shredder, Swingline Stack and Shred, doesn't jam. Apparently, you can just stack your papers on top of it, and it shreds away while you do something else. And, and I think the point for us is to remember that your competition is not just other shredders in your marketplace and sometimes apathy or ignorance. It's also stapler companies. They're out actively selling uh, products into the marketplace that, that are meant to support or compete with what you're providing. So be aware of that. I guess I'm wondering if these new uh, stack and shred shredders are going to be red. That will be interesting. Hey, Nade Canada board elections were just announced, and the 
the Canadian board is now going to be made up of Dave Carey of Iron Mountain. Uh, he's the NAID Canada chair. Christian Backman of Phoenix Recycling in Winnipeg is secretary treasurer. Kevin Perry of Shredgard in St. John, New Brunswick. Mario Skopek of Blue Pencil Shredding in Toronto. And Wendy Banting of Secure Data Shred in Toronto were elected to serve as directors. So congratulations to these Canadian NAID members on their board stuff. I am the champions. I am the champions. No time for losing. Because okay. I am the champion of the world. Yes. Yes, Homer is the champion of the world, and thank you. I think he was singing for the newly elected board members in Canada. Hey, some upcoming events. December 1 to 3, Ray Berry and the team at Shred School are holding Shred School in Spartanburg, South Carolina. So if that's something you've got on your plate, then uh, Ray and the team will do a good job of helping you out there. PRISM's Fundamentals of Record Center Management Workshop is to be held December 8th and 9th in Phoenix. And if you're planning on going to that, that will uh, be a very valuable experience for him. I, I think that's all for now. As always is the case, let me know what's happening and I'll pass it on. I'm specifically interested in your stories, the cool things that are happening in your world. I, I, I am excited about that. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. Okay, I can't take him anywhere. Homer Simpson is driving me nuts. I'm going to try and get Dave Herrick on the line, and we're going to talk to him shortly. Hang on. I am pleased to have Dave Herrick, president of DataCite in Seattle, and the 2010 elected president of Prism International on the line. Davey there. I am, Tom. Good morning. Hey, good to talk to you. I am really glad that uh, we get a chance to do this. I've been wanting to chat with you for a while now, and I don't know if you've been listening to the last number, but I keep saying I, I want to get a hold of Dave Herrick. I want to get a hold of Dave Herrick. And finally, I've got you, so glad you're here. Well, glad to be here, Tom. For those who may not know you, tell me a little bit more about you and the story of Datasite. Well, those who do know me often know me as the guy who's kind of focused on um, the data vault uh, side of our industry. and. The, the cursed numbers out there that have said that I am an expert at that have, have caused me <laughs> numerous hours spent with people who've flown all the way to Seattle to see how we do things. So I'm flattered by the the reference and uh, uh, beleaguered by the frequency of people who come to, out to Seattle and, and take a couple of days of my time. Well, you're uh, a known entity, man. I mean, you know, you're, you're, so. a, uh, you're a godfather in the industry. Well, at my age, I'm a, I'm a grandfather and a godfather. Wow, that's excellent. The... the um, the reality is I started in the business in the, early, in the early 80s for a data vault only company and grew with it. It evolved into a records business um, and I left it to start my own data vault business. They were bought out by our friends at the mountain mm -hmm. and uh, that was 18 years ago, hard to believe, but it was wow. 18 years ago. And as we grew the data vault business um, out here in Seattle, uh, it grew rapidly, and we were successful, and it just seemed to us that enough, a number of our customers were clamoring for an alternative uh, to the large national company that had consolidated most of the independents in the Puget Sound. So we started a records business, and that, that growth has just been remarkable and frazzling, and um, I, I think it's safe to say a success story for our industry. And what you're also doing shredding? We are in the, in the mobile shredding business, and, and that, that continues to grow. Of, of the three businesses we're involved with, certainly that's the dirtiest and the one that I think we expend uh, the most calories 
uh, with uh, on a day-to-day basis. I guess it's the junk food of our business because yeah. you, that you really don't know what you're getting when you get into it, yeah. and, and sometimes the results. But no, it's 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 a, a, a natural complement to the other two services. You know? Oh, cool. So what what's happening with you? I mean, you, you've given us a brief synopsis of your history. What's happening with you guys these days? Are you, you're, you said you're growing leaps and bounds. Is that still the case? Well, yeah, it's 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 all good news. So if it sounds like I'm beleaguered, it's only because these these great opportunities present great challenges. Where we we have three uh, facilities: uh, corporate offices and data vault operation, a record center in North Seattle, and a smaller record center down uh, south of uh, SeaTac Airport. Um, we are consolidating all three into the SeaTac location, which we have expanded our, our footprint. And so starting in January, February of next year, we will go through a, um, the beginning process of transferring the data vault and corporate offices to SeaTac, and then in the spring begin the process of moving, emptying a 40,000-square-foot record center in North Seattle to uh, the South Seattle facilities. So at the end of the day, and that should be next September 1, we will have all of our staff, there's just 28, 29 of us, and all of our industries under uh, actually two roofs. The buildings are across the parking lot. But excellent opportunity for us. The economy brought us an opportunity for a a, a building that otherwise might not have been in our our purview. So uh, it's a great opportunity for us. Um, However, it will create a new opportunity for commuting for some of my people, so I'm hear, hearing a little grousing about that, but <laughs> that's life as, as we know it. Oh, wow. So, so th- things sound very good in, in terms of what's happening in Seattle these days for you. I, I think so. We've got increased competition, which is, in, for, as long as I've done it, I've never viewed that as, as a particularly large threat. On, on the shredding side, you know, there's 8, 10, 12 operators uh, in the records. There's a new guy coming into town trying to make... Um, his bones, and like every new entry, he's coming about it in a pretty aggressive way. But you know, if you're doing this long enough, it's it's just part of the day-to-day um, you know business. And if you fear it, you're going to be affected by it. And if you react to it in an appropriate way, it's actually another opportunity. I think so. Yeah, um, we're prepared. So in the you know in the last year, obviously figuring out about new facility, planning for that, um, you know, growth or significant growth that seems to be happening in your world, you take on the role of uh, Prism uh, elect president uh, for the year of two thousand and ten. Tell me a little bit about that journey and the intersection of those two worlds. Well, it comes down to uh, something I obviously didn't learn in, in Catholic school back in the seventies: is that you should always listen. <laughs> And, and I was chatting with my friend Dennis Barnett one day, and he just said, you know, I'd really like you to join the board. I'd like, you to, I'd like to work with you. I'd like you to consider even being my vice president. And I said, yeah, sure, Dennis, and, and you're buying the beard, uh, right? <laughs> and uh, next thing I know, I had uh, agreed to do this. I'd always felt I, it was something I should do because I've been a participant and a beneficiary of industry for so many years. Yeah. And, um, and so that's how I kind of ascended to the throne of the, the presidency. And I will tell you, I had no idea how much was involved and uh, at the end of the day, and the end of the day is very soon, at the end of this year, yeah. um, I'm glad I did it. I, I hope I contributed. I, I felt like there's, um, we're in the midst of a transition in our industry and our, our organization, and I think there's some really positive things going on. So as much hand-wringing that our population seems to do it when we get together about changes in technology and, and regulation, I think it's still just a wonderful industry and one that's really on the upswing, particularly considering how much we're melding with our sister industry, uh, uh, the shredding business and Nade. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what so we're is... in good hands. We've got a good group. Uh, Chris Pearson uh, is 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 really really well suited for the challenges at next year and the transition oh, yeah. process that will happen next year. So we're in good hands. Yeah, and with the uh, the recent announcement of the you know the 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 upcoming board, it sounds like it's going to be a, a good year ahead. So. Yeah, a good mix. Absolutely. I think uh, I think our particular focus is going to be to continue the growth in Europe and Asia, as well as supporting our members in North America. So what has this year taught you uh, in terms of the industry, in terms of, uh, you know, the greater industry? Because obviously getting involved in, in PRISM at that kind of level exposes you to, uh, you know, a whole lot of stuff going on. And and so the question is, what what have you learned? What are the things that, that this role as president of PRISM, and I know you had to be on the board before you got there, but uh, it, it presents you some opportunities to learn stuff, to be involved in stuff. So tell me some of the things that have come out of this year for you. Well, as you already said, I've been active in the industry from the perspective of being an owner and attending conferences and networking like I've done for many years, selling yeah. a software product. But then getting into the inner workings of both our association and then how other people run their businesses, large and small, what I come away with is what I always come back with uh, from a conference, the recent one in North Carolina. You, you rub elbows with all these people doing all these different things, some of them really exciting and wonderful, and this, this flood of anxiety comes over you. like, gosh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not keeping up with the Joneses, and gosh, the Joneses are, are now surrounding me. Yeah. But, what, what I've come to realize, it's just my nature, after three or four days, it dissipates, and I recognize, hey, here's what our strengths are. Here's, wh- here's what's made us profitable and successful, so let's continue focusing on those. Those things that I was um, anxious about are uh, appropriate to be keeping tabs on, imaging, for instance, uh, the electronic vaulting issue that's always out there. But at the same time, you've got to remember what got you here, and so priorities have to be served. So I've, I've really recognized that everybody's path slightly different and it's all largely dependent on your marketplace um the makeup of your company all all, all variety of um um factors and so but it's human nature and as i say every time i go, come back from uh, one of these conferences i sit down with my partners and my key people and i say all right we've really got to focus on this year for instances uh, when are we going to really step into the imaging business it seems that's the way to go yeah but then you think about it you process and then you calm down yeah, because it, it, it each one of those entities or each one of those service areas, when you do jump into it, is a significant time investment, a significant uh, energy investment, um, psychological, uh, emotional, all those kind of things. It's staff training. There's so many things that, that are involved in a process like that. Exactly right, Tom. And you asked about you know what my year as the president of PRISM and my participation on the board is, has um provided me it's provided me just a, a great opportunity to feel comfortable even more comfortable calling on other members who are going down the same road so as i mentioned before we've looked at imaging for a good part of a year now and are considering it for 2011 and beyond but i was able to rub elbows with a lot of guys in the last year and say okay what got you into it how what's worked what hasn't worked and much like the panels we seem to have at most of our conventions you know um, learning from our mistake panels etc cetera, etc cetera. well you can pick up a phone or drop an email to somebody and the generosity of the prison members is, is well known, and they're, they're particularly generous with telling you, what was I thinking? Right. <laughs> what was I thinking buying that product or going, that way, going, going down that road with the assumptions I had? If I had to do it over again, and any sentence that starts with that, boy, I, I take copious notes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and and that's that is to me one of the um, you know the the big benefits of 
the group of people that we you know intersect with on a regular basis is the honesty and willingness to share that honest perspective on things and I, I have you know I have benefited greatly from that I know you have and uh, so many people, I, I think, miss out on the benefits of that by not getting involved in the greater association. And you know, I, I think you've you've spoken to that in terms of how how valuable this is. You know, I appreciate that, Tom. And I would also tell you that you you've become kind of one of the go-to people in our industry because while you're not a participant in the nuts and bolts of it, you're a, a supporting uh, member, and you're you've become sort of this hub. Uh, much like Kerry McGovern has establishes himself as sort of this hub of, of knowledge, a font, if you will. Uh, and yes, you will be buying me a beer after I say this, <laughs> but, but you're, you've become sort of this, okay, here's, here's the source of what's going on now and going forward. Yeah. There's all, all variety and all manner of, of resources for, okay, tell me more about the business, how you evolved, how you got to this point and where you're going. You're, you're a tremendous resource for people who are, like myself, often anxious about where, where am I taking my business? How do I, how do I wrangle this technology that is in your case, the internet, the um, how to optimize my site, how to present myself well. So um, one day you're going to have to interview yourself, Tom. I think it'd be fascinating. <laughs> well, thank you. Hey, so, you know, 18 years ago, you and um, and Dale, right, started. Right, started, right. Uh, so 18 years ago, you're kind of, and I know you're a grandfather now, and I mean, you're a very young grandfather at that, but... Um, if you could go back now, based on what you know today, your years of being involved in the industry, the different associations, uh, the learning you've done over the years, and you could go back and sit down with Dale and Dave 18 years ago, what would you tell them? Knowing all you know now. Well, you know, I don't know that I could. I would tell them anything different because to get to where we're at now, you had to go through all of those trials and travails. I mean... In, in hindsight, um, particularly on the data side, I think we did a lot of things right. I think we may have been um, really comfortable when we won some very large accounts and ill-prepared when some of those uh, evaporated and went out of business. Or uh, We ramped up during the dot-com expansion and suffered from the implosion. That said, I don't know how we would do it differently. Right. Um, the introduction in uh, 2000. One of our records, then later in 2004, of our, our shredding divisions and our the, um, the addition of Doug Jordan, our partner on the on those side, um, those are the best things I've done. And I'm part of a, a partnership of three individuals. We're all the same age. I think we're good friends, and we all have different strengths. Dale's a finance guy. Doug's an operations guy, and I'm a sales and a devotee of Tom Adams and his idea that somebody in the in the in the in the, in the room has to have a vision. That's that's how I view myself. So. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that I could pinpoint any one or two things that I would have done different that would have been Im, as impactful as going through the process and, as I said earlier, of, of stubbing my toe and making mistakes and learning from them. So what, if you were to go back and say what were some of the big mistakes, did, did you make any along the way? Well, you know, if, if you were oh, to be gosh, honest yeah, about some yeah. of the big ones. Oh, in the early days, going cheap on vehicles, you know, not wanting to take on a $300 a month van payment for a brand new van and instead buying a, a bucket of bolts that was, was unreliable that caused us numerous uh, problems <laughs> in the first couple of years. Um, not vetting um, additions to staff as thoroughly as we do now. Uh, not, you know, not, um, not being as aggressive in our pricing. One of the things we've learned 
is that there is value in what we do, and there's value. Uh, you express that value often by saying, hey, we're worth what we're charging. Yeah. The other guy's going to charge less. The other two guys may charge less, but here's what our value proposition is and how it differs. And, and being okay with the occasions where people say, well, no, nope, I want the cheapest price. Yeah. And, I, and you know these guys as well. I learned a lot of that from uh, fellow PRISM members, um, Tom and Ron Reese down at, uh, in California. Yeah. Uh, they've always been a good example of how to do it right, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very much so. Um, the, 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 this move towards a consolidated facility, uh, what, what are you learning in that process? Well, since it's ongoing, uh, <laughs> we're learning stuff every day. Um, we're learning that, because, for instance, because the permit process for your first rack installation went easily, doesn't mean the second and third will. Really? Um, we're learning that um, there will be people who say, you know what, I'm not going to put another 30 minutes on my daily commute, even in this economy, so I'm, I'm not coming with you when you move. Wow. We were surprised by that. Um, I've learned that there, to assume if there's six ounces of details that you need to um, address for any particular aspect of the move, presume that it's going to turn into 12 <laughs> ounces or, or more. Um, just go, go on that. Yeah. And, uh, good example is the firelock vault we're building um oh it sounds so easy when you see a couple pages from hugh about how to here's what it's going to entail but then when you start breaking it down and not talking to all the different vendors the the city of SeaTac and the permit process and and hearing back from them that they have no idea what we're talking about and they'll have to, have to get back to us which only means that they're going to make things up as they go along right so we, so we, we regret asking the question. Yeah, and the six, the six ounces just became 24 ounces all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And so um, I think as we go through this next six months particularly, um, we're going to learn that. The other thing I'm going to investigate is is, is putting as much of this on, on vendor partners for the move. Um, I've talked to people who've done tried to do it themselves, and... Um, I think I've learned enough to know that if, if, if all things are equal, let's get some professionals involved with that Dude, part of things. Yeah, who can make this happen for you instead of yeah. trying to trying to take that kind of rusty bolt vehicle that you were talking about 18 years you ago. You bet, and there was a good article in the PRISM um, uh, resource guide about you know how to approach yeah. um, a move of, of the type that we're uh, coming upon. So, uh, as usual, there's a resource that both uh, you can call, but this one comes right in the mailbox. If I had to put a gun to your head and you, you, you would tell me what, you know, if someone someone who came to you knowing your history and knowing a little bit about you and I'd put a gun to your head and, and give me the best piece of information for someone just starting out, what would you say? Well, it's something I say all the time. Um, acknowledge that you don't know what you don't know and be very, very curious. Question your assumptions and uh, throw a couple thousand dollars into the pot to get on a plane or a bus or a train and go visit people in other markets who've done it right, who've done it wrong. Many of those guys are in the same building, frankly. Yeah. Um, had an opportunity to visit um, data chambers as part of the last uh, the, the media vaulting right. um, workshop. Yeah. Spectacular opportunity to see how uh, uh, the evolution of a company that's taken it to another level. Um, and, and they certainly yeah. have. They certainly have, and, and, but opportunities like that abound. I mean, you, you go two states over and you ask a guy, tell me how you do things. Um, and as many years as I've been doing this, I, I still get excited when I go to see uh, other people's facilities. Yeah. I'm going to Chicago soon to see to visit Chris Pearson's facility at Vanguard. So I'm going to visit the, the opening of a new data vault um, 
to see how they've integrated the new um, GemTrack system. So I'm really excited because I'm fully expecting to come back with information that I otherwise would never have gleaned. Right, so right. That's no. that one thing I always encourage people to do. Cool. Well, that's great. Well, I know you are incredibly busy. There's lots on your plate. But before we go, uh, I just have a few questions that I'm going to ask you randomly. Uh, you just have to answer, you know, top of your head what comes out of out of your head. Uh, yes, I still support the DH rule, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's not one of them. No. Uh, uh, what What's Dave Herrick's perfect vehicle? If you had the option to drive any vehicle, which one would it be? I would drive the one where I get to sit in the back seat and, and read and surf the web while the car steers for me or a guy named Alfred in a funny hat drives it for me, as pretentious as that sounds. I live in Seattle, so driving is, 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 is a chore. And for me, I'm kind of a multitasker. I'm thinking three and four things at a time. And uh, it's it's hard sometimes to be as frustrated as it can be being in the car all the time. So I, I drive a um, turbocharged little BMW that's pretty fast, but I'm constantly teased by my son how I have a fast car, but I'm, uh, I'm always in the slow lane. Very <laughs> slow, yes. <laughs> I know. If you could choose a profession other than the one you've chosen over these years, what would you like to attempt or what would you have liked to attempt? My inner child says I would have been the center fielder for a uh, Major League Baseball team, uh, but the uh, the other side of me says I would have liked to have taught. Uh, I think that's uh, a spectacularly important profession, and those who do it well are incredibly important. Um, and I, some of my good friends are in, in that profession and family, and just admire that a lot. If you were to have lunch with one person you've never met but you greatly admire, who would it be? Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Very cool. Yep. Uh, many people have a bucket list of 100 things or more that, that they want to accomplish in their lifetime. What's the current priority on your list? Um, seeing my granddaughter and hopefully grandson someday grow up to be successful and happy and to continue to go through the pain and suffering of seeing the rest of the world. My wife and I like to like to travel a lot, and we've had a very good uh, experience these last 10 years visiting other parts of the world. I'd like to do more of that, for sure. Very cool. Well, Dave, I, I on behalf of the industry, want to thank you for your extensive contribution these last number of years, and I know going forward to uh, in terms of the, the PRISM industry, and I know you're, you're deeply involved in a lot of stuff, so thank you on behalf of the industry, but thank you for taking the time today to share a little bit of your story and, and your year with us, so I appreciate it. You bet, Tom. My pleasure. All right. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Well, there you have it, another week. I appreciate Dave Herrick and his contribution today. Thanks, Dave, for being a part of the show. As always, I would love to hear from you, your stories, your contribution, your news. And if you would like to to have a conversation on on air, I'd love to have that with you. If you've got something meaningful or cool to share, I'd, I'd love to talk to you further. So without further ado, hey, have everyone have a great week. It was great being here. Thanks for being a part of the show. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us and let us know anything, you can find our telephone number, our email address, and, and ways to get us at rimproreport.com. Thanks for being here. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next one. See ya. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the RIM Pro Report with Tom Adams. 
If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.